Warning, this podcast contains graphic language. Hey, what's happening, Midtown? Big shout out to all my subscribers out there and all the Midtown watching and listening worldwide. So, what I predicted, it came true. Um, you know the little history about me. I was um, censored by YouTube, and now it's happening. What I was talking about in my videos is actually going to happen. So, let me read you some headlines here, Midtown. And I do appreciate you guys tuning in because if you guys tune in, you guys are part of the resistance. And you guys are the smart one who's trying to get away from Cuck 2 because Cuck 2 is doing some crazy shit. And with this um, investigation going on against Google, and, and I know these people wasn't going to give up. So let's go read some headlines real quick and then we get into the gist of it. I just made a video not too long ago. Also, Sandman made a video not too long ago. And I found out about this news like around Pacific time. Like 12 o'clock Pacific time. So the verse says that uh, YouTube just banned supremacist content and thousands of channels about to be removed. And then we got um, the New York Times. YouTube removed thousands of videos pushing extremes view. Net. YouTube banned uh, supremacist hoax videos in, in together hate speech policy. YouTube is banned on um, the wire. The, uh, YouTube is banning extreme videos. Would it work? The New York Post. YouTube will re- remove more than white supremacists and hoax videos. Uh, the Wall Street Journal. Y- YouTube will ban hateful videos from platform. Uh, we got Yahoo. YouTube ban hateful supremacist videos. The Root. YouTube remove thousands of channels banned by hate speech. Now. This is the brand new policy, and I already talked about this in one of my videos, so this is the policy, so you guys can follow. And this is going to affect the YouTube, I mean, it's going to affect um, Meta YouTube channels and other creators out there, and um, well, this is a brand new shit they, can, they come out because every, um, they, they, you know, they don't, they don't play by the rules, they just make shit up as they go, you know. Hate speech is not allowed on YouTube. We remove content promoting violence, hatred against individual groups based on any following attributes. Age, caste, disability, ethnicity, gender identity, nationality, race, immigration status, religion, sex and gender, sexual orientation, victim of major violent events, and veteran status so pretty much what I can read with this and I'm, it's mostly going to be for the creator but also the people that like to watch content and stuff like that that you won't be able to talk about women you know you won't be able to talk about feminists you won't be able to talk about LGBT um, you won't be able to talk about transsexuals you won't be able to talk about um, religion like um, anti-semitic religion shit like that you know or anti-muslim or whatever the hell people talk about out there so yeah they cracking down and then doing this and i saw this coming i mean i make plenty of videos just in the with uh, recent days that this is going to happen you know so it's there and get prepared because your favorite youtuber they might be gone so sandman he put the video out there and um he pretty much you know he put it out there, and um, people are gonna be going to um, bitch you. 
I have a I have a channel beat you. Uh, I haven't been putting videos lately there, but I do have it on the Kendall weekend if you want to check it, check it out. I want to be putting videos there. But the thing with Big Street is very difficult to find people. You know, I'm trying to find Hammerhead, and he's just one of my uh, good buddies that I got here with um, a lot of the fellows that I got on YouTube that were creators and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to find people there. But um, yeah, that's what you're gonna do if you want to listen to um, or watch uh, content from from um, metal creators because they are cracking down, and I knew this day was coming. I mean, I saw when they took me down and then it took on the chronic down and I was like, oh, this shit is not going to stop. And I thought to myself, man, they're going to eventually going to take Sandman down and TFM and all those, um, you know, creators that people like. So it's election season. They're going through a lot of shit. And it was just a matter of time. I, I kind of I figured it out. You know, I figured it out that they was going to do some some nasty shit like that. But it's just one of those things, you know, that you know, it's unbelievable, you know. I can't believe this shit. Well, I do believe it. I do believe it. But it's just, um, they're trying to, because the reason that Midtown is in that category, because they have us as conspiracy theory category. So we fall in that mess out there. But I'm going to play a clip here, the audio sound, so you guys can see how some of these mainstream media are celebrating. And they use a piece of scum of the earth, actually. It's a four-minute clip, so, you know, it's informative. I like the people that listen to podcasts because they, you guys are doing something, either watching TV, I mean, running or walking or working or driving, so you guys listen up. It's not like people who watch um, YouTube, they just laying back in their houses and just watching shit. You guys are actually doing something. Because I do the same thing, too. I'll be listening to podcasts on my car or at work. You know, when you involved with something, you want to get something in your in your head, so you listen up to podcasts. So let me play this clip for you. You know, I'm running here, low budget studio here. So if you bear with me, Metal. Let me see. And, uh, cracking down on online hate. YouTube just making a move in the last hour uh, to announcing plans to take down thousands of videos associated with hate speech, prohibiting videos that allege a group is superior in order to justify discrimination. This all according to a blog post that the company has put out. Um, this is based on things such as race or religion. Um, and the company is basically effectively uh, bringing down things that uh, that are have, promote fake news or have neo-Nazism. They talk about their responsibility uh, to do this. So um, this is an interesting move that the company's making. It's already made some moves in this direction. Nisha, what it's about think? time, yeah. right? They, I mean, they're way behind Facebook and Twitter. Um, the, the tech person in me wants to s- sort of say, look, of course it's taken them time. This is very hard to implement, uh, but these companies have to make a stand. And when you look at the wording of the policy, you sort of wonder why it's taken them this long. I mean, if you go all the way to international human rights law and you look at the wording around discrimination in every country around the world, um, this is the wording that's used. So it, it shouldn't really have taken them so long to get here, um, but I think the implementation is, is a big open question. And I think this latest move appears to have been sparked by an individual who alleges he was targeted by a series of videos on YouTube, um, basically targeting him because of his homosexuality. I believe he is an immigrant um, from Mexico or from a, a Latin American country, um, and he complained about this uh, repeatedly. Yeah. yeah, on Twitter, tried to bring a lot of attention to it. So it seemed. I mean, 
these companies make change when people complain loudly about it yeah. and get enough attention. Well, they're platforms for user-generated content, so what right. better way to bring the issue to the fore than generating user content around yeah. it? Well, and, and meanwhile, the irony of this person complaining about YouTube's policies on Twitter because Twitter is another company that is dealing with this. So yeah. There were reports last week that Twitter is uh, beginning to research whether it should ban white supremacists. And it, it's sort of funny because that headline, a lot of people's reaction was, well, what's to research here? Yeah. But as Nisha alluded to, this isn't necessarily such an easy question. There's sort of the philosophical question of, if you're an open platform, then should you be removing content, even if content is hateful? Many of us think, yes. But many people say no, free speech. And then in addition, technology-wise, it isn't so easy. And I don't mean that to defend the companies who drag their heels, but it's not such an easy fix to just say, all right, we'll get rid of all the hateful stuff. And, you see based, on face that, videos. and based on that, what confidence do you have that YouTube or Facebook or any of them can do this without perhaps infringing on things that we just disagree with. I mean, I'm going to bring up Ben Shapiro, no relation, but there are people who say this conservative commentator spews hate, and others say absolutely not. So where do you draw the line and do you have confidence they'll do it appropriately? So tech companies have to invest in this. I mean, we talked earlier on the show about sort of the broader ecosystem. They have to make a stand about the ecosystem and this being better for content and media. So, you know, it may be that um, in addition to technology they're building, they have to have teams that are, you know, looking at this content to understand, like, you know, how do we use NLP to understand what is the difference between an opinion and what is the difference between hate speech? And that's technology they should frankly be investing in. But then when you're putting humans to the task, then you get into all kinds of things. I mean, remember when they spoke for a while, they tried to have human teams of news editors, and then they kind of scrapped that. And now more recently, we've heard that they're hiring more humans all over again to do news. But you know, none of these companies want to be seen as media companies. Oh, God, that's a dirty word. We're not then, a media company. But then you've got to redo the 1996 law, and then they can be sued for libel, and that's a discussion next week. Well, I hope they suit the shit out of them, because if they do, I'm going to be part of it for, um, for my violation of my first right, First Amendment right. So, yeah, that's what's happening. You see the mainstream media. They just give you... That's not mainstream media. I'm sorry. That's Yahoo. But only give you just a, a little piece of it. Like I said before, it's, it's more than than hate. Uh, it's more than um, white supremacists. You know, it's more than that. So this is just a bunch of nonsense they always put out there by this um, leftist media, <clears throat> which I'm not either left or right. You know, I'm just uh, a person with uh, just rational thinking. So yes, Mitchell, um I, I told I told people I told many many people it's about to. Um, Ban Meta out of YouTube, and they thought I was crazy. That's why I started out here in this podcast and then putting this um Meta content out here, so you guys can, you know, you guys are the smart one. You guys are following me and, and, and listening to the to the message. I'm still gonna do my Meta shit, but you know, this is just breaking news, so you guys can know what's what's gonna happen, what's gonna be aware, and your favorite um, content creator, they're probably gonna get shut down. Probably, most likely, they will get shut down. I'd be surprised if if one of us survive, including myself, honestly. Because when Sam put a video out there, they refused to um, um, sign up his partner program with YouTube, which I'm not, I never watched a partner program with YouTube because I couldn't give a fuck. When I started this shit, I knew I, was, I gave myself like a year before I was going to get banned. So I knew, but he's been doing this since for a really, really long time. 
So I do feel bad for him, you know. Um, this is like his only source of income that he gets, you know. Uh, he makes his money doing this, and that kind of sucks. So hopefully he will survive this, but I highly doubt it. Once these people, this technocrat, grab a hold of something, and especially now, what's going on with this um, lawsuit and investigation, I, I know that it's going to, there's a matter of time that you start, um, what it called, um, cleaning the houses or making new, um, new uh, set of rules. Because that's the thing about YouTube and that fucking cunt. She's a fucking cunt, that fucking bitch, Susan. Fuck her. She's the, you know, a CEO woman can do shit. Every CEO woman that goes in the company, they fuck up the company. And it's a matter of time before YouTube is going to be, um, it's going to be gone. It's going to be like on um, my space. It's just a matter of time. If they get rid of all this stuff, they're going to jump to Big Shoot or they're going to be doing podcasting. And, you know, Big Shoot has a lot of problems too because they, and we think with Big Shoot, it's a, a, a Swiss, a Swiss company. So out there, they regulated by the EU. So they have a lot of set of problems. At least YouTube, they just making shit up as they go because it's not illegal because YouTube is based in California. So it's not illegal to uh, hate speech. Speech is, hate speech is not illegal. They are doing some policy out there just for shit and giggles just because they can't. Because according to them, it's a platform. It's not a fucking platform. It's a utility. It's a public square. They're just making shit up to unplease um, the advertisers. And see, what the thing is with YouTube that I noticed, they, and later on, they're trying to be like cable, like um, Comcast. They don't want small people doing shit like we do, like I do, and many other guys out there. All the YouTube creators from this small, small one who has, you know, let's say 100 subscribers. Like um, Alaskan Bachelor that I did the interview with him, he only got 168 subscribers. They don't want that. They just want big companies out there to drop the money and advertise it. But who's going to watch them? Nobody want to watch that shit. That's why they got cable. And I haven't watched TV in many, many years. You know, I don't watch TV. I got this app right here, which is great. And I jump in once in a while. And it's sort of like a TV. And I just watch it once in a great while. And I forgot the name of the app. But it's pretty decent. And if you guys into um, Pluto. So Pluto is a really good app. It's free. And they show live TV and live news and few movies and documentaries and stuff like that. So, and if you want to check that out, it's free. And they got decent programming and shit like that. So I like it. But I, I just jump, like I said, I jump there once in a while. I cut, I cut cable, like, to be honest, Metal, like four years ago. So all I do is just read articles and find out what's going on and make my videos and make my... Now I'm making podcasts because I was forced to. And it's a good thing I was forced to make podcasts because I knew this thing was coming. And eventually, um, this mental philosophy is going to continue. I'm going to continue making podcasts. And uh, eventually, I want to get a nice little equipment here, you know, and stuff. And I had... Talk about... Talk about all this shit. So my Patreon, I got three Patreons. Let me see if I can find them out here. But later on, I'm gonna give him shout out. So the Patreon is gone. They took the Patreon away after they took the channel, and then they're trying to blame me for fraud. So I had to deal with these people. I wrote them and I wrote an email that I did not commit any fraud or anything like that. So now they want to get more information out of me. So I'm gonna give them the information to get uh, those few bucks that I got from. Um, 
for my subscribers, you know, so I can invest it here. It's only a few bucks. It's like, I think it's like $12. I have to give shout out to them. Um, I will. So I only had three subscribers for three months out there. But hopefully I will get a nice, decent little studio here with a nice, uh, you know, mic like they do. And a little surround booth. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. That's hopefully. And then, and let's see how this anchor business works. If not, I can go to the different alternatives like pot beans or something like that. Where, um, let's see how these people behave. Because if I see a little sign, they start like, um, you know, censoring me and stuff like that. Then I will have to come up to another solution. But this meta philosophy is going to get spread. And we're going to express ourselves how we want to fucking want to do. We got to want to fucking curse. We curse. We talk about these fucking feminists. We got to talk about the feminists. We talk about different issues that, you know, affect men, talent, men. You know, and this is the channel that I, I'm here. This channel is meta, but also men issues. So, I'm not only meta, you know. I, I talk about men issues. I haven't been able to talk about men issues yet. You know, like what happens with um, how to avoid um, child support. Not child support, but how to um, uh, get the best way to minimize your child support payment. That's what segment I'm going to do in the future. And like I said, this channel, this podcast is growing. And thanks to all your supporters out there. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And it's growing. I can see little by little I'm getting more audience from different outlets. From um, I'm getting it from Apple. I'm getting it from Stitch. I'm getting it from, it's not only uh, right here in Anchor. So it's growing, you know, Spotify. So I appreciate um, their metal because we we here, we worldwide, you know. And this philosophy, like I said earlier, we're not going anywhere. So yeah, this is um this is I was gonna let you know that this is what's going on. It's so funny that now it's like uh, a lot of metal, um, you know, they they send me comments and stuff in here, and they get in the news faster through uh, the podcast. They actually watching a video. Cause I made a video. I made a three-minute, no, four-minute video about what these people are doing uh, with the new perch that is happening with the Midtown um, content creator and the Midtown channel. That eventually they they they're gonna disappear. Excuse me, they will disappear. Uh, most likely, I think that's what's gonna happen. I'd be surprised if one or two channels they might leave them there because they soft. You know, they don't. They don't speak too much hardcore truth about female nature and behavior. Because that's what I do. I I, I explode them. Expose them. Sorry. I expose them the way they they act. But if we have to move to different outlets, and that's why, you know, you men out here exploding different outlets and checking out Kendall Rican right here at Podcast. Well, gentlemen, this is going to be my episode. Um, I think I'm going to do a little short segment here. I find what's up. It's hot. It can't be no hotter than this, Meta. Your favorite YouTuber might be gone. And your, um, your favorite uh, channel might be gone. So, I'll see you in a bit. Welcome back, Metal. Welcome back to the Kendall Rick and Show. Well, today we're about to get to um, the great subject of toxic masculinity. And the irony, you know, I got this sound box here. And the irony is that, um, um, as you can hear, um, 
they got some pop-ups that comes up, right? With this horn, I got different shit that I put out here. And um, this pop-up came up, and guess who was? Gillette, a Gillette commercial, saying, um, thanking fathers for this and that, blah, blah, blah. The same people who were saying that toxic masculinity is wrong. And I'm, I'm gonna play you the sound bite from The Guardian, right, Metal? Because all this um, nonsense and all this bullshit with this um, toxic masculinity, it's just this is social justice wars bullshit. And I'm gonna play you this little piece so you guys can, you know, hear. You guys may uh, have heard it before, but just in case you haven't, for those who haven't. So I'm gonna play this piece for you right here. And, um, and I'm gonna put my strong opinion, all my opinion about what I think. So, without further ado, let's go to this skank at The Guardian. I don't know why women like to speak on behalf of men. I, I do not understand that concept. But let's play the sound bite. It's only a minute and 35 seconds. Yeah, I think there is. I think that there has been a feminization of masculinity for a long time now. I think a lot of people have really got in society now we're almost too PC. On a personal level, I feel like a lot of the conversation that's happening, people don't feel like they can have it in an open space. And a lot of men are having that conversation online privately. My name's Iman Amrani and I'm a journalist here at The Guardian. I've covered stories from football to music to terrorist attacks, and I often find myself in very male-dominated spaces, which has made me think that there are a lot of issues we are not looking at and addressing that are affecting men. I want to ask you what you feel like we should be covering and who we should be talking to. The guy wants to be the main breadwinner in a relationship. You know, I'm more comfortable with women than I am with men. When I think of masculine, I think of, of power. There's no room for vulnerability, and I think there's no one to show me that it was okay if I didn't want to fight. I'm looking for men of all ages and backgrounds who want to have an honest and frank discussion about what men are facing in 2019. No one teaches you, generally speaking, how to be a man or what that means. I had bad relationships with women. No one ever called me out. No one was going, well, you're in the wrong. Whether you're interested in mental health, violence, relationships or role models, we want to hear from you. Click through to the call-out in the description below and let us know what you're thinking. Well, i definitely going to let you know what I'm thinking. Out of those men, only two spoke out. And I'm going to put a description. One of them is covered with tattoos all over his face. The one who sounds rational. And the other one is uh, his co-worker, uh, a barber. So this man, he owns a business because I went further... Um, to the video, but this was a clip. But you see all the rest of this men? They're just a bunch of pussies. CCS boys. Soy boys. There's no other word to describe them. You know? No other word. And I live in a city where there's a bunch of soy boys out here in Seattle. With all these, um, how you call these, uh, hipsters. And sometimes I cannot differentiate between men and women no more. I can't. You see men that dress like women and women dress like men. It's just something that, 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 that we lost. There's not enough masculinity. That's a problem. It's not lack of. There's not enough of. One, and this is just a theory, a lot of these men grew up with single mothers. So they didn't have this strong man figure with a pimp hand to teach them about female nature. See, 
Um, I was a single father of two, but one full-time with me. Well, I'm a single father of three, but they're all adult now. But one of my sons, I raised him since the age of 12 by myself. And he's one of the twins. I said that before. So I taught him how to be a fucking man and how to, you know, how women think. I never taught him, you know, to beat down on women or, or any stuff like that. But I, I taught him not, not for women to take advantage of him. And that's the problem in today's society. All these women running around and taking advantage of men. And men are not aware how women behave and how badly they act. Because they out there acting crazy. You know, nobody's checking these women because men have become feminized. That's the bottom line. They become feminized. Now we have all these skanks, commercials, TV, you know, defeminizing. Defeminizing, excuse me, defeminizing men. Since there was no father figure and all these men was raised by a single mother, they take the word of the woman and it's okay. That's why you see a lot of white knighting. Those guys don't know what white knighting is. It's, you know, men protecting women's honor for for no reason where they don't deserve it. Most of them don't deserve it, you know. Me, myself, I don't, I don't get involved with none of this women shit, you know. I really don't. I could see a woman down the street bleeding to death or drunk as fuck, which I seen them drunk as fuck on the middle of the street, and I will not help them. I don't open up the door for them. I don't cater to them. I don't do anything like that because in today's society, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve to be treated, you know, like they're supposed to be treated like it was treated back in those days. And I say we lost us, we lost that that. That issue long time ago, back in the 70s and 80s and 90s. Now it's just worse with this new generation. So there's there is no certain thing as toxic masculinity. There's feminized men walking around the streets and in, in, in the Western world, especially in the United States. You know, it was one of the times that I grew up and I grew up with hip hop. You know, but I grew up also in an urban area and. Hip hop music taught us how bitches think, you know, and how to um, treat these fucking hoes because they hoes and bitches ain't shit but no, but hoes and tricks, you know. And that's one of my um, intro that I do in my videos, you know. And when I say that, I don't mean all of them, but there's a majority of them out there, you know, fucking around and shit. But back to this men, um, toxic men, masculinity, nonsense. This is just college bullshit provided by. Those Marxist feminists and those Marxist professors, you're teaching shit. Because see, this shit starts from academia, and it goes from academia all the way to the mainstream. Now you got the Gillette com- commercials now online, talking about saying happy um, Father's Day, where they put men down a couple months ago. I say, fuck them. Don't buy Gillette. Go to Barbersaw and have yourself one of those um, shaving um, kits. I forgot the name of it. Me, myself, I use um, an electric shaver, so I don't use none of that nonsense, you know? So, yeah. So, excuse me there. I got my son coming in here with the fucking music blasting when I'm doing this broadcast. But, um, so, yeah, gentlemen, um, this is what I feel about this toxic masculinity bullshit is happening. So, I'm going to cut this short here. Um, I hope you like my broadcast. Um. You can hit me up at kendallregan 76 gmailcom You can also hit me up at uh, Big Shoot. I have a Big Shoot. I forgot about it. I'm going to be putting cha- um, I'm gonna be putting videos on my channel out there. 
and you can hit me up on um, YouTube for now, because obviously that's going to be gone pretty soon. So you must forget about YouTube unless they do some drastic changes. They fire that CEO, Susan. So with that, I'm going to um, head out like I usually do. Give me liberty or give me death. And all your mates out there listening, I appreciate it for you tuning in, showing this little channel support. Hopefully we're going to grow, you know, day by day. I'm going to try to put a podcast every other day or every day, you know. After work, I come over here and practice my first amendment. And if you feel from, you know, to donate from your heart, I'm going to open up one of these. Um, I'm not going to do this thing with the, with the Patreon because Patreon obviously fucked me. So I'm going to do the, the the star thing or something like that. But you can also donate if you want to donate a couple bucks there so I can start doing some stuff because I want to get the equipment here so I can have nice podcast sounds and shit like that. But uh, if you want to PayPal me, PayPal me at Kendall Rican. So I have a PayPal me if you want to hit me up a few bucks there and there because I'm trying to come up with my own money and the subscriber money. So we can build a little studio here with nice equipment and shit like that. So I say peace. Step next out. And I'll definitely catch you in the next podcast video out there.